Hello there, and greetings to you. Welcome to Duel of the Takes, the movie and pop culture podcast that pins the wildest, most unpopular opinions head-to-head. Today, we have a gigantic bracket of movie tie-in video games, where we will determine the greatest one of all time. My name's Nathaniel Martin, and I am joined by my regular co-hosts, Joshua Kubis, Alden Mason, and Jory Boston. Hello everyone, welcome back to Duel of the Takes. Today, well, we're doing something interesting. In honor of March Madness, the NCAA college basketball tournament's going on right now. We're going to do the biggest bracket we have ever done for movie tie-in games. Yeah, this is a Kubis idea. (laughs) (laughs) This was a Kubis cut. Release the Kubis cut. Speaking of which, I hope you all enjoyed our Snyder Cut commentary track. I'm sorry the highlights reel got flagged fucking 14 times while I was trying to upload it. That's okay. So we've got um, 64 movie tie-in video games. I'm assuming mostly from like the late 90s through early 2000s. I, I haven't looked at this bracket yet. (laughs) <laughs> we got we got some from uh before our time i tried to mix it up a little bit um i believe the most recent one i th- think was the mcu that's kind of when it's the movie tie-in game really stopped was around that time and i think like thq was a big publisher of these for a very long time but before them was like ljn and there were a lot of like companies that specifically designed movie tie-in games and a lot of them went under right around like the end of the wii era the rise of the MCU. Yeah. I think it was around like 2010 because I know Thor and Green Lantern both got tie-in games. And a lot of these games we're going to talk about are bad, but low-key kind of miss it because there is a charm when it comes to these games. Well, without further ado, what we're going to do in the speed round, we're going to announce what games they are and we're just going to say which one we think should move on because uh, this is this is almost overwhelming. Almost. All right. Up first, we've got Cars on, uh, you know, PlayStation 2, GameCube, etc. Up against another Pixar film, Monsters, Inc. Three, two, one. Monsters, Cars. All right. I'm the only one who said Monsters, Inc. I just only said that because I wanted to talk about it a little bit before we move on. I do, too. Honestly, a really fun 3D platformer, and the way they incorporate the screen mechanic is very, very, like, fun. Like, it's not a bad game. I mean, Cars is kind of low-key a masterpiece in this subgenre. <laughs> the last thing I remember from the Monsters, Inc. game, like, the, when I stopped playing it, is I got stuck somewhere where there were, like, uh, I guess, like, subway cars or trains. And I was just stuck in this one area and couldn't get past it whenever I last played this. I feel like we're going to say that a lot for a lot of these games. (laughs) Well, we were small kids for most of them. The reason I'm not going to defend Monsters, Inc. harder is I think the sequel game, Monsters, Inc. Scream Team, is a better game. Yeah, I had like a PC game of Monsters, Inc. that was kind of like a mini game collection that I really liked as a kid. That's it. (laughs) The PlayStation 3 version of Toy Story 3 up against the Xbox 360 version of Ratatouille. I just found the random photos of it. We don't have to go by the console. Yeah, yeah. Toy Story 3 versus Ratatouille. Ready? Three, two, one. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Rapid Um, It's called the speed round, Josh. <laughs> it's the only time I'm not going to vote for it, but I think I got to give it the Toy Story 3. Man, I voted for Ratatouille just because of how 
awkward it looks. It looks really... I never played the Ratatouille game, actually. It looks pretty bad. The Toy Story 3 game is surprisingly a really well-made game with a lot of good textures, and it um, had a toy box mode that was actually really fun to play and was kind of the precursor to Disney Infinity. All right. Up next, we've got The Incredibles up against Chicken Little. Ready? Three, two... One. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Chicken Little game's better. I haven't played the Chicken Little game. I've played almost all of these games, and I'm actually thinking about this. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> I've, I've, fl- I've played both of these. I'm standing by Chicken Little. I only played the Incredibles game, and I'm going to go with the Incredibles. I think the the Incredibles 2 uh, Rise of the Underminer game is a better, more polished game. I had that for the DS. I just really like the puzzle solving mechanics of the Chicken Little game a lot more than like the more basic kind of like uh, get to the end of the level that the Incredibles had to offer. Um, but I do think there's some fun boss fights in the Incredibles. I don't really remember too many in Chicken Little. You know, plus the dash levels, the level where Mr. Incredible is hanging off of uh, Incrediboy's cape while he's flying the jet boots. Like, Yeah, but there's also good variety in the Chicken Little game too. Chicken Little game's got the dodge. <laughs> dodgeball yeah you've got like a, kind of like a mini game collection in this narrative like game that's really fun i remember playing like the dodgeball mode all the time i remember the episode you get to play as fish out of water being really fun because his, his like movement mechanics are really weird because he kind of slips around all over the place like luigi and super mario bros 2 fuck it i'm gonna go in my heart and say chicken little okay all right well we're tied you have jurisdiction on ties i which means that we're doing chicken little <laughs> All right, Shrek 2 versus Shrek the 3rd. Ready? Three, two, one. Shrek 2. Shrek the 3rd. Shrek 2. The only Shrek game I've played was the fighting one. This isn't either of those. The only reason Shrek the 3rd should move on is because it's a better... Like, the video game has a better story than the actual movie it's based on. (laughs) You know what? All right. (laughs) (laughs) They used the early storyboards of, like, the, the original version of the script... And we're like, we're going to make a game around this. And then they changed the script like six times. <laughs> it's really, really like the plot of the Shrek the third video game is pretty good. There's a whole like level where you have to fight a dragon and you're in this cave full of gnomes that is completely omitted from the movie. All right, you sold me. <laughs> I only picked Shrek 2 because I think the gameplay is fun. All right. Shark Tail versus Madagascar. Ready? Three, two, one. Madagascar. Madagascar. Madagascar, yeah. Madagascar. The Madagascar game is Secret Kino. The Penguins levels are really fun. Over the Hedge versus the B movie. Ready? Three, two, one. Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge. For the bumper carts alone. Yeah, the Over the Hedge games are better. Like the the mini games and like the multiplayer. The Sega Genesis port of Aladdin versus the Sega Genesis port of The Lion King. Ready? Three, two, one. Aladdin. I can't believe I'm saying it, but Aladdin over Lion King. I'm also saying this. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather play as Aladdin with a sword than Simba. The platforming in the Aladdin Sega Genesis game is actually like really fucking tight and really good. It's one of the best like movie tie-in platformers I can think of. The Lion King game is also not a bad platformer either. I like the bootlegs more where Simba kills himself when he dies. <laughs> it's more like hamlet yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've got a uh, g-force up against the treasure planet game <laughs> ready three 
two, one. G force. G force. G force. G force. <laughs> yeah, G force is a better game. I feel like I'm going to hell for that, but yeah, G force. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh no. The fucking Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck seated this bracket? Josh. <laughs> Listen, there are two games all about a season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought the Space Jam was just one game. No, Michael Jordan comes back uh to the Bulls at the end. All right, we've got open season up against Space Jam. Ready? Three, two. One open, open season. Space, open season. Yeah. Space Jam is just a the Space Jam game, is just a knockoff of NBA Jam. Oh well, then I guess I should say Space Jam. <laughs> but it's not good. Yeah, but it's Space Jam. But open season game is low key Kino. Uh, what's the best level in the open season game? The log surfing mini game. The log surfing mini game is good, but I also really like how uh, you have to use like the animals strewn around as like weapons against hunters. Like I remember the I remember the final boss fight vividly where like <laughs> you're like in this like foggy forest and like the main hunter is after you and you have to like shoot skunks at him the uh wasn't there like a like a temple of doom like train sequence oh yeah there was like a minecart shit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and there was like this whole like duck hunt mini game yeah it's open season all right open season's moving on this next round is a little a little sneak preview of a video we've got coming up or i guess an episode i should say coming out in about a month the dr seuss uh uh, movie adaptation ranking with uh, movies and milk but for the time being we've got the grinch up against cat in the hat now i don't know if this is a tie-in for any specific grinch movie but it looks it's the jim carrey tie-in i believe oh my but they went with like an art style of the original <laughs> cartoon i don't know why i've only played the cat in the hat here so uh three two one I'm saying cat in the yeah, hat. Cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. The Grinch movie looks like garbage when you look it up for this video. <laughs> yeah, the Grinch movie does look like garbage. Or the Grinch game. I guess both. <laughs> All right. SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, the video game versus Rugrats in Paris, the movie, the video game. Ready? Three, two, one. SpongeBob. Sorry, Rugrats. SpongeBob. The sequel to Battle for Bikini Bottom. Oh, shit. Yeah, this game is only slightly not as good as Battle for Bikini Bottom, which means that it's a contender for, like, the winner of this list. In the next round, we've got E.T. for the Atari 2600 up against Men in Black Alien Crisis, which I think was the Men in Black 3 tie-in game. So bad. Ready? Three, two, one. E.T. E. For the meme alone. Have you played the game? No, but, I mean, the story around it. I I have. I've beaten the game. <laughs> Damn. Can we appreciate how I seeded this next one? We've got Charlie's Angels up against Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I need to look up both these games real quick. I do too, but I also don't. I know what I'm picking, but... This is a little weird for me because I played the Game Boy Advance port of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the PlayStation 2 port of Charlie's Angels. So I feel like this isn't really a fair comparison. Damn, the Angry Video Game Nerd did an episode on Charlie's Angels recently. Good. All right, you guys ready? Three, two, one. It's Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Good morning, Angels. <laughs> Sorry, Kubis, you're losing at your own list. How does it feel? Yeah, this game actually looks pretty good. All right, we've got robots up against Blade. Two robot games. <laughs> Blade Runner. Ready? 
three, two, one. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Robots. Okay, so the reason that I'm saying Blade Runner is kind of unironically, this game is a semi-revolutionary detective point-and-click adventure that has, like, randomized outcomes every time that you play the story, which, like... It looks pretty good. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like... The only thing about this game that's like, oh, it kind of like comes off as cheap is like they couldn't get the rights to like uh, use Harrison Ford's likeness. So you're not playing as Deckard, you're playing as like not Deckard, <laughs> but like playing as K. <laughs> sort of. I've never played the Blade Runner game or even heard of it until this bracket. I'm only saying robots for the fucking shit post. I if the Blade Runner game's actually good, I think it should move on. I just know the surfing levels with Big Weld are kind of lit. the robots game is like a fine little like movie tie-in game but the blade runner game does sound interesting i'd rather play the blade runner game right now so if that helps yeah maybe we just have blade runner move on (laughs) yeah fuck it (laughs) up next we've got peter jackson's king kong versus terminator salvation three two one uh terminator salvation terminator terminator oh peter jackson's king kong wait the king kong game is actually good guys yeah, but the Terminator Salvation Arcade Cabinet movie tie-in game is fucking lit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's one of the best arcade shooters. Bro, if you go to any arcade in the United States right now, they've got the Terminator Salvation Cabinet. Or even most theaters. A lot of theaters, yeah, too, that have... More than half the theaters I've been to in the last decade have had Terminator Salvation Cabinet just sitting there. Is it the same game? Yeah. Well, no, but like it's... Uh, yeah. It's... It's... Yeah. It removes some of your movement, but it's the same thing. I feel like that's not a game I'd want to play at home, though. Yeah, but it's an arcade game. If I had that cabinet, I'd fucking play that shit at home. I just didn't know this is the movie tie-in games you'd play at home tier list or bracket. I mean, they're they're all part of home consoles, so. Except for this one. <laughs> What's in the King Kong game that's actually worth fucking going to? Because if it's anything like the movie, the gameplay is probably way too fucking long. Uh, I think think the same thing as the james cameron avatar where they actually had people around the movie uh produce this game and um it was just an it was just pretty ambitious to for a movie tie-in game to actually like i don't know the gameplay is just really good that's all i could really say compared to a lot of the games on this bracket but if you're that passionate about terminator salvation i mean i've played the arcade version it's good i don't know if i would sit down and like play that for like a full-length at home it's a simplified version of what you get at home i'm like pretty sure i mean i guess if it goes expands on it It, what's weird is like i feel like the plot of terminator salvation the movie would be a better terminator video game than it would have been a terminator movie yeah yeah it's the first time we ever talked about terminator salvation on this show yeah it might be the last every once in a while i watch the uh i listen to the christian bale rant that's about as much as i think about terminator salvation we could do like a list of like bad sequels that aren't that bad but i feel like that's kind of like a really hard line to ride sequels that aren't that bad no they have to be bad sequels that aren't that bad so we would have uh terminator salvation x-men uh last stand robocop Robocop 3 robocop 2 question mark james cameron's avatar the game up against tron evolution which is the tie-in game for tron legacy three two one avatar 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 you know rip daft punk it's tron (laughs) (laughs) played the tron one i have not played avatar i had the tron game on my psp and it's 
it's pretty good. The biggest thing for me is I feel like uh, the Avatar game can't be eclipsed by a free phone game I downloaded on my iPod Touch in middle school, like the Tron game can. <laughs> the Avatar game being like exec- executive produced by James Cameron is just such a meme to me. It really is. And they were so excited that it was going to be in 3D. Didn't Spielberg uh, produce a game that was like really expensive? Like, didn't he produce like Spore or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Two thousands, there were just a bunch of movie directors that were like, "No, I can do a game." <laughs> do you guys remember when the Connect was first unveiled and Steven Spielberg came out on the stage at E three and like talked up the Connect, like, "Oh shit, this is the future." Yeah, it was right after he talked up Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. That's weird, too, because I think around that time, that's when George Lucas produced Force Unleashed. What was with those directors of that era doing this? Well, I mean, George Lucas always had LucasArts, which was extremely based of him. But like, you know, speaking of LucasArts, this is actually an interesting round. We've got uh, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, the movie tie-in game up against Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game. So these two are both together because they both star two simps. (laughs) two soy boy simps hey peter today we're talking about simps the scott pilgrim the game is cool but i don't know when i think of tie-in games i really think of the revenge of the sith game as like top tier i just think the fighting game like dual mode alone is better like local multiplayer than anything else probably on this list it's literally who are you maining don't choose general grievous (laughs) pick one of like the default characters from the story mode that no one knows the names of (laughs) i will say though if you like beat-em-ups and whatever the scott pilgrim game is really really good it is i like the art style and love the music yeah yeah for everything that the scott pilgrim game is like doing and going for it's really good but at the same time like it kind of doesn't do much outside of that like if you're not really into scott pilgrim it's not going to do it for you if you're not really into beat-em-ups it's not going to do it for you if you don't care about good pixel art and if the music is just like the music is just still good like objectively yeah it's scott pilgrim's turning i think 10 years old uh this week or this month yeah they're re-releasing it I already got it. It's out now for the Nintendo trademark Switch trademark and the PlayStation trademark 5 and 4, probably. I don't know. So are we sticking with uh, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I am. Yeah. The Godfather, the game versus Reservoir Dogs, the game. Three, two, one. The Godfather, the game, question mark? Yes. Yes. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> it's the Godfather of the game. The Reservoir Dogs game looks so funny, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why it's the Godfather of the game. The whole gameplay of this is literally just like GTA, but it's uh, you're set in like the 1960s. It's Mafia. It's it's yeah, it's honestly it's it's like Mafia. But I mean, it's it's definitely an M rated game. There's a lot of violence. It doesn't really follow the story of either of the movies, I don't think, too well. Um, But it's one of those you can just turn on and play in the sandbox mode, get arrested, get killed, you know, blow up buildings, fight people. This is this is fun. I feel like this is exactly what you'd want out of like a kind of like a well-known movie. You're just going to like. I just want a fun game. I want to sink sink some time into it. And you get like great music from the movies as well. The story mode could be longer, but I played a lot of this game when I was younger. Yeah. All right. You sold me. Interestingly enough, now that we're talking about this, I feel like the best way to make a Reservoir Dogs game wouldn't be to make like a weird ass like twin stick shooter. It would probably be 
it would probably be closer to like clue or even fucking as much of a meme as it is to say like fucking among us <laughs> honestly yeah i would say like a point and click adventure version of reservoir dogs would be pretty cool you're trying to figure out who the rat is but you're the rat the whole time oh shit oh it's like uh knights of the old republic <laughs> all right we've got spider-man the first one up against spider-man 3 is that what i'm looking at that's spider-man 2 oh okay so we don't even need to talk about this round all right spider-man 2 versus spider-man 3 ready three two one two 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 uh three is really funny though animation wise and they somehow got bully mcguire back one of my instructors worked on spider-man 3 and apologized for the movie even though he had nothing to do with it what a bastard he should have apologized for this dog shit game yeah so there's it was really bad like everyone in the studio was trying to get this movie finished or the game finished before the movie uh came out because they had to finish it like a month before so it could be uh printed and everything and so everyone in the studio was working over 100 hours a week like up to 120 uh interns were getting paid a whole lot more than people on salary like it was a mess they had to do people's laundry they fed them only pizza it was pizza time <laughs> <laughs> it's why he's a teacher he didn't want to deal with that anymore you know sh- the swinging mechanics were still good. Yeah. Josh, what are the next two Spider-Man games? It is the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man and the first Amazing Spider-Man game. Oh, thank you. Ready? Three, two, one. Amazing. The Amazing Spider-Man. It's actually a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I would think just with the time that's passed alone between those two titles, like it has to be amazing, right? It has to be at least playable. Yeah. The story mode's kind of sus. He brings back the lizard. They did the they did the thing where like comics and the TV show would usually do where Dr. Connors just eventually can control the lizard and becomes a good guy, I think. Isn't it cool how they turned the Hulk into the lizard in uh, Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Iron Man versus Iron Man 2. Ready? Three, two, one. Iron Man. Iron Man. Bro, I don't fucking know. Iron Man 1. <laughs> Iron Man. I've played the first one and I've looked at like screen caps of the second the second one just looks bad the flying's pretty good in the second one because it's it's pretty good in the first one yeah it's uh it's fine i don't think it should go anywhere but the second round but it's fine yeah i got this uh the first iron man game and the hulk game as like a birthday present from uh, a family member and i preferred the iron man game the incredible hulk game yes We've got Ang Lee's Hulk game versus the Incredible Hulk game. Ready? Three, two, one. It's the Incredible Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah, that game's like... Yeah, the Incredible Hulk game. Granted, I had it on Wii. It sucked. The Ang Lee's Hulk game, you could fight uh, like characters like straight out of the comics and shit. Like, they have really good boss battles. That's the one where he does like the super jumps and like level buildings and shit. <clears throat> right? No, that's that wasn't a movie tie-in game. <laughs> Oh, shit. Never mind. Oh, my God. This bracket is fucking massive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got Thor versus Captain America movie tie-in games. Ready? Three, two, one. I'm gonna say Captain America. Captain America? Captain America. Got the Arkham mechanics. Oh, does it really? Yeah, like similar to it. Okay. 
X-Men Origins Wolverine video game versus Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer video game. The Fox round. Three, two, one. Silver Surfer. Origins Wolverine. Origins Wolverine. Silver Surfer's not a good game. Origins Wolverine is actually like a surprisingly just good game, period. Yeah, the movie reminds me of a video game, so we'll just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) They have like Sentinels and shit in it. Like it goes way beyond what the narrative of the movie is. Batman Begins movie tie-in game versus Batman Forever movie tie-in game. Wow, two things I barely knew existed. Three, two, one. Batman Forever? Batman Forever? Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. Listen, at least Batman Forever didn't get eclipsed by Arkham Asylum in the same year that it came out. I was about to say, Batman Begins just didn't age well because it had the Arkham games right after. Bro, Arkham Asylum came out in 2008. (laughs) Oh, wait, this is Batman Begins, not The Dark Knight. Never mind. The Dark Knight didn't have a game. The making of The Dark Knight sounded really interesting, though. It looked like it was going to be a pretty good game. I wouldn't really want that to be a game. Especially since, like, the Arkham games were, like, out and about at that time, and those are so good. Yeah, they would have come out, like, within months of each other. <laughs> like, that shit would have been awkward. All right, the Superman Returns movie tie-in game, I think that's what I'm looking at, versus Green Lantern, the game. Three, two, one. Superman? If it's better than Superman 64, then Superman Returns, the game. I'm sure it is, because Green Lantern is, like, sitting right next to Thor in terms of quality. Yeah, it is. I was gonna say Green Lantern for the meme. I'm pretty sure I've played this Superman game at someone's house, and I I did like it. There we go. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End versus Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Three, two, one. It's Pirates again. Yeah, it's Pirates. Okay. The Narnia game's fine, but uh, the Pirates game's actually good, and I'll elaborate when it's needed. Okay. Yeah, okay, but it's not winning anything today. Uh, we've got Go- 007 Goldeneye up against Beverly Hills Cop. Three, two, one. It's Goldeneye. 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 Yeah, Goldeneye. Oh, yo, th- can we talk about Pierce Brosnan being cast as Dr. Fate real quick? That is the coolest shit I've heard in a while. <laughs> I'm actually going to see that movie now. The Black Adam is going to be hype as fuck. I hope I hope The Rock tells him to shut up and calls him a bitch. <laughs> I hope so too. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets versus Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone games. Three, two, one. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban versus Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I feel like Goblet of Fire probably just makes more sense as a video game. But it's the worst Harry Potter game in this uh, quadrant. Okay, three, two, one. Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, it's, I don't, like, they had a great opportunity to make Goblet of Fire a great video game, and they just didn't. They really shit the bed. Yeah, I think if it followed the format of, like, the first three games where you get to, like, wander Hogwarts more, it would be cool. But I remember it's, like, it's got a weirder format. Yeah, it completely changed, like the thing i'm glad like the later games went back to hogwarts as we'll go into right now harry potter in the prisoner no in the uh, order of the phoenix uh, versus uh the half-blood prince half-blood prince both of these games are super similar with like the same uh map of hogwarts but it's like an open world type game it's in, it's uh it's wild i say half-blood prince I'm gonna, yeah, I'm also going Half-Blood Prince just because fuck Order of the Phoenix and everything about it. Half-Blood Prince has bigger memes. All right, and then the Harry Potter Deathly Hollows Part 1 and Part 2 games. Three, two, one. Part 2. Part 2. Part 2 is cool. I played Part 1 and it fucking sucked. 
<laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that we're through the Harry Potter quadrant of our video movie tie-in video game bracket, <laughs> um, we're gonna go back for round two. Um, do we want? Yeah, fuck it. We're making this a speed round too. We're speed. Yeah, speed rounding all this shit. Yeah, this is a speed round. Cars versus Toy Story three. Three, two, one. Cars. Cars. Ka-chow. Goodbye, Toy Story 3. It's Cars. Chicken Little versus Shrek the Third. Ready? Three, two, one. Chicken Little. Chicken Little. Chicken Little. Madagascar versus Over the Hedge. Uh-oh. Ooh. Three, two, one. It's Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge? Over the Hedge. Madagascar? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Aladdin for the Sega Genesis versus G-Force. Ready? Three, two, one. Aladdin. Aladdin. G-Force. <laughs> no, Aladdin. Okay, good. <laughs> Open Season versus Cat in the Hat. Three, two, one. Open Season. Cat in the Hat. Open Season. Fight. It's actually Open Season. <laughs> No, wait, wait, we don't need to fight. Josh, you have jurisdiction on ties. Oh, yeah. Open season's moving on. <laughs> All right. SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie versus E.T. for the Atari 100. Three, two, one. It's E.T. for the Atari 2600. SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie. SpongeBob. Josh. Josh, come on. E.T. I'll kill you. Okay. I'll cancel my flight. Charlie's Angels versus Blade Runner. <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh, Blade, Blade, Runner. Runner. Blade Runner? Question mark? Yes. <laughs> I'm taking Jory's word on Blade Runner being interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jory is right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we have all in saying Jory is right on the record. That is making its way into every episode now. <laughs> <laughs> It should have made its way into last episode that premiered. <laughs> Terminator Salvation. This is the James Cameron round again. <laughs> Terminator Salvation versus uh, James Cameron's Avatar the Game. Three, two, one. What a mouthful of a title. Uh, Avatar. James Cameron's Terminator Salvation. <laughs> yeah, I think Avatar. I'm saying Avatar. The Avatar agenda continues. Oh no. Nate's Avatar agenda. <laughs> I don't have an Avatar agenda. This bracket is huge. <laughs> We're finally at normal size bracket, right? I really wish that we could show our fucking group chat so that Nate's saying, I don't have an Avatar agenda as evidence against it. What, we'll just do a James Cameron ranking, guys. I'll prove to you I don't have an Avatar agenda. Then I'm going to have to prove my Titanic agenda. It looks like I'll have to prove that I have an Avatar agenda. <laughs> Same. Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith versus Godfather the Game. Three, two, one. It's Godfather the Game. Star Wars. Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. You will not take her from me. You guys are right. For democracy! <laughs> Spider-Man 2 versus Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, Spider-Man 2. Iron Man 2 versus... <laughs> Pizza time. Spider-Man 2. Iron Man versus Hulk. 3, 2, 1. Hulk? Iron Man? Hulk smash. How many Hulks was that? Three? Captain America, the first Avenger, the video game, versus X-Men Origins Wolverine, the video game. 3, 2, 1. X-Men Origins Wolverine? X-Men Origins. X-Men Origins Wolverine. I feel like I like the movie of X-Men Origins Wolverine more than I like the game of Captain America. Damn. That game must fucking suck. <laughs> it's not it's a, it's a fun game. <laughs> nah, I really like X-Men Origins Wolverine. 
<laughs> Wait, where was it on your ranking when we did that episode? I have no idea. I don't even remember my ranking from the episode that just premiered. It was higher than X2. What? I fucking forgot about that. What the hell? Batman Forever versus Superman Returns the Games. Three, two, one. Batman Forever. Batman uh, Forever. The, the 16-bit version of Kiss from a Rose is Kino, and I need you guys to appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End the Game versus GoldenEye. Three, two, one. It's wait, 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 wait. What, what are we waiting? The Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End game. It's GoldenEye. <laughs> it is GoldenEye. You can monologue about it, though, Josh. Yeah, go ahead. I really like the sword mechanics. Um, the It says Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, but it actually does both Dead Man's Chest and at World's End, which fleshes out the game time more than a lot of these movies on the bracket, and I really appreciate that. Um, it's not very repetitive. It, every time there's a big like movie sequence, like with the Kraken, like it feels like you're playing on some of the biggest scenes of those two movies, and I think it's a very underrated game and an underrated uh, piece of media from that era of uh, Disney. And GoldenEye revolutionized not only the first-person shooter genre, but also uh, multiplayer in the genre. But I like Doom better. Yeah, but Doom didn't have local multiplayer to the same capacity of four people playing on the same game at the same time. Listen listen here, Nate. You were the one that shit on the N64 for like 30 minutes when we did the consoles. No, I just didn't think it deserved to be as high as it was. I still love the Nintendo 64, and GoldenEye is one of the titles that makes that console stand out so much yeah it's golden <laughs> yeah how many times has golden eye been re-released uh not enough honestly <laughs> all right uh harry potter in the chamber of secrets versus harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban three two one prisoner prisoner chamber of secrets chamber of secrets nah it's prisoner yeah i think it's prisoner also cool i'll take your word on it <laughs> <laughs> Half-Blood Prince versus Deathly Hollows Part 2 games. 3, 2, 1. Half-Blood Half Prince. Blood Half-Blood Prince. Prince. Yeah, Half-Blood Prince. Okay, great. We did it. We have the Sweet 16, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we can actually debate these now if we need to. <laughs> We've got Cars versus Chicken Little. I think this is where Chicken Little gets run over by Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. Why did the chicken cross the road? Chicken Little's fun, but when as cars gets Thanos snapped in the map, <laughs> Chicken Little's fun, but uh we'll talk more about cars on how great it is later. I think it was like the reason you created this whole thing. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck this cars game. <laughs> over the hedge versus Aladdin for the Sega Genesis. Aladdin. I yeah, at this point I'm kind of going for a variety because I think there's a lot of games that are similar to the over the hedge game. Maybe there's not that do it as well, but I think like in terms of just side scrolling like 2D platformers, Aladdin's good in that regard, just on its own, regardless of it being a movie tie-in game. And it also happens to be a really good like way to tell the Aladdin story from the movie in a fun, entertaining way. I remember the game being a little longer than most of the other ones I had on Sega Genesis 2. So I, pl I played this game a lot as a kid. Yeah, and it stood the test of time. Like It still holds up to this day. It got a re-release uh, last year. Interesting. They, they remade that DuckTales game. I wonder if they'll do, go about remaking like Aladdin. Because that was a good game. Yeah, I don't know if the re-release was a remake, but it was bundled with the Lion King game also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Lion King one got re-released too. Yeah, they're in the same pack. 
Yeah, it doesn't look like it's like a full on remake. It looks like it's just like a remaster re-release, which is cool. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's probably playing at a higher frame rate, but I don't think they changed the graphics, which is cool. We've got Open Season versus E.T. for the Atari 2600. Shit. As much as I like the Open Season game, if we're going, if E.T. is making it this far on its legend alone, I feel like it should make it another spot up. Honestly, too, the game's not that bad. You can say what you want, but for Atari 2600 movie tie-in games, they were all absolute ass. And the fact that the E.T. game, although it's very cryptic, it has like a like a decent like mechanic. It's got like puzzle elements. It's not as good as, say, like an adventure on Atari, but it's got more depth than a lot of those other like proto 8-bit games. Uh, There's variety. There's like stuff to go back to it just it has nothing to do with the movie i mean but i don't know what people were expecting it was literally the year 1980 and i you can't make a movie tie-in game like that good back then like there was no example of how to do that right i don't know i think it's genuinely a pretty decent game for its era i, I can't believe it almost killed the video game industry entirely though <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is like the whole like story where was buried in a desert or some shit so they had it like they manufactured like x amount of copies expecting them to sell but then they just couldn't sell them because nobody wanted it because the reputation that it had as being like awful got around so they had nothing else to do with them so they just fucking buried them in a desert oh my god and they did find them <laughs> they did and for the longest time it was just like that was like some urban legend like and so people were like oh that's not real like why the fuck would they bury him in a desert but then they fucking found him that's wild we've got blade runner up against james cameron's avatar the game <laughs> my two favorite science fiction movies going head to head in video games <laughs> Oh, here comes Nate's avatar agenda. <laughs> Nate's woke avatar take. Nathaniel Martin's avatar. <laughs> I know it's hard to, like, get across this to you guys because I feel like you guys don't really, well, like, aren't really into the genre in general. But, like, I, and it's kind of antiquated because this is a PC point-and-click detective adventure from the 90s. But I do think that Blade Runner should make it at least to the final, like, four or eight or whatever we're doing here josh you did some research on the avatar game what makes it so special other than james cameron's name being stapled to it how uh how much they wanted it to market towards the movie um the behind the scenes of it just sound like they put way more when you go back and look at the gameplay for that year which i believe was 2008 2009 looks pretty good still um holds up pretty fine in that era and i think that's an era of a lot of games that um like either look like pretty good or complete dog shit and for a movie tying game that late into the genre too before the genre i think the genre officially died with the amazing spider-man 2 game which i didn't even add on here because it's so bad that i didn't even want it to talk about it but uh the avatar game itself uh still looks pretty decent like if it uh when avatar 2 comes out and if it get got like a remastered i i play it i feel like the big like draw for the avatar game for me is like the wave of boomers that just were so sad after the movie avatar ended because they couldn't live in the world of of avatar and there were people with actual depression from seeing james cameron's avatar and and getting able to take the avatar home with you and play it in a, in a way that's close enough to living the life of jake sully in avatar i have to say sounds great 
There's nothing in this game from what I've seen looking at screenshots and doing no further research that would indicate I'd want to play this right now. The Blade Runner thing has me interested, but it feels like it's more of an afterthought and less of a movie tie-in. I don't think so, because the thing about the Blade Runner game is you're kind of it got far enough in development before they realized that they weren't going to be able to get Harrison Ford's like blessing essentially to use his like face or even like somebody trying to do his voice to be that character. You're kind of like following in the footsteps of uh, Deckard's character throughout the thing. It's a very close parallel to what the movie is, but obviously with the variation that I was talking about to the point where like the main character of this game like enters Tyrell's office, like right where uh, Deckard had the Voight comp test with uh, uh, Rachel, like uh, five minutes after like Deckard and Rachel leave. Like it's very close to the movie and like look and feel and story as far as that goes. I would love a Blade Runner 2049 video game. Remember when we were kind of supposed to get one and then it shit the bed? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any strong feelings either way. Do you guys remember like... I don't know if it was just because I was in elementary school and everyone was really dumb, but I remember people being really confused that like James Cameron's Avatar wasn't a Halo movie. No. Does anyone else remember that? Like, I don't. Wait, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> people thought that Avatar was uh, like a Halo movie. Like, like, yeah, they were like connected. Wait, really? Maybe it was just the dumb kids at my elementary school. <laughs> Both of these games, I think are, they might be more interesting to talk about than the game itself maybe not the blade runner game but they both look ahead of their time i will say that we'll just leave it to a vote i am sticking with blade runner i feel like jory's had a rough go of things the past few recordings so i'm gonna go with blade runner as well <laughs> i have i have i was going with blade runner anyway <laughs> punished jory <laughs> a fallen legend jory went from base to soy this is our toughest matchup yet uh star wars episode three versus spider-man two Either of these could have won it. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Yes, Spider-Man 2 is the more fun game to play by yourself. I don't really care about story modes in video games. So just being able to climb the tallest buildings in New York as Spider-Man and then swinging off of them is a lot of fun. Um, I don't remember liking the story mode, so I never played it. I remember the Rhino level where you had to have him crash into like the building. I just remember trying to rescue people before a bomb blows up, and it was like just annoying enough where I never wanted to beat it, so I never did. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's like the third level. Um, <laughs> and then as for episode three, I mean... Like I said, it's got some like side modes that are fun enough that I'd sink time in that with like my friends. The main like story mode, like it follows the plot of the movie a lot closer than the Spider-Man 2 game. So I feel like I got to give it points there for being a better movie tie in. This game, uh, Revenge of the Sith, I believe, came out uh, the day before the movie came out. So if you got the game and played it that night... You'd watch the movie. It's a good thing everybody already knew where the story was going. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did that with like Force Awakens or like Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker video game would probably be better than the movie. Yeah, we're still waiting on the fucking Lego Star Wars one. It's canceled indefinitely. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding. I was about to call Cap on that. 
I don't know about this one. I feel like the Spider-Man 2 story mode uh, diverging a little more from the story of just the movie, which it still adheres to, for me, gives it points. Like, I remember Black Cat is in this game, which was my first introduction to that character. Yeah. Uh, and wasn't in the movie, obviously. I think that the the web-slinging being as solid as it is is uh, cool enough and all, like, fair point, Nate, but it also then went on to inspire, just the web-slinging in this game went along to inspire, like, one of the landmark releases of, like, 2018. And I really don't see any influence that strong from Revenge of the Sith. So there's a really, really fun uh, cheat code you can enter into uh, Tony Hawk Underground that gives you the Spider-Man like double jump and run up the wall ability. <laughs> and uh, you could just on the Manhattan level in Tony Hawk Underground, you could just climb buildings like your Spider-Man and clip yourself out of the level like pretty consistently. Um, so in terms of the amount of fun I have just kind of like running around a semi open world, like Spider-Man 2 is the is the more fun game. Like if I had these two games in front of me right now, I would sink more time into Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I think my vote would go towards Revenge of the Sith, but both of these games deserve to move forward. All right. We've got the Ang Lee Hulk tie-in game up against the X-Men Origins Wolverine tie-in game. Maybe a shit take. I'm going with Ang Lee's Hulk. Um, I'm going to stick with X-Men Origins. They're on the same level. I don't know like if one of these is necessarily better than the other i just think angley's hulk has some of the best boss levels on any of these games here as a big hulk stan as a kid i really appreciated that like i also i also love the x-men but i don't know x-men origins wolverine has really good gameplay but i feel like that's only going to get you so far are the bosses in angley's hulk as good as the part of uh x-men Wolverine where you have to like evade and then actually fight the sentinel maybe because i mean like that shit like sticks out in my mind whenever i think about this game because it's like a comic accurate like giant fucking sentinel this one's pretty neat and i think that's cool as fuck you were saying there's other you gotta fight other marvel characters though as the hulk yeah like other hulk like villains like from the hulk comics so if, like if you're if you're a big hulk fan like i was you really enjoyed it like the little like green guy with the big brain uh, he might have been in it. It was the electricity guy. I always remember that one. Oh, yeah. That boss level had me, like, sweating. I was so pissed off. Kept losing. I don't know. Both of these just make me want to play Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. The Bruce Banner scenes are actually not that bad either. They're kind of stealth missions where you're kind of sneaking around, putting in codes. They're, they're a fine little, like, break from your, like, Hulk smash. And uh, so I think the game is paced really well. Damn, if they're anything like those fucking MJ and Miles scenes in the new Spider-Man game. Christ. No, I mean, they don't last like 20 minutes like that. I'm going to stick with Hulk here, I think. Okay. I think I might go Wolverine. Well, you're not the tiebreaker. All right, we got Batman Forever versus Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a tough one, guys. Well, I'm really glad we ended up going with uh, Aladdin then, because Batman Forever is the only other 2D uh, side-scrolling platformer left, and uh, GoldenEye is the only first-person shooter left. The only thing I really liked about Batman Forever and why I voted on is that you could play as all these like different characters, and it does like the same like animation as the old Mortal Kombat games, where they like kind of look real. Yeah, they use like still photos and animate the. Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. But I mean, GoldenEye's a classic. The 16-bit version of Kiss from a Rose is actually good. Like, I wasn't kidding. That's actually in the game? Yes. 
it's not like the uh opening like uh like title screen but it's like after you beat the final boss <laughs> it's like the end credit song that's amazing <laughs> maybe i should have voted batman forever all right which harry potter game is gonna lose to goldeneye <laughs> uh we've got prisoner of azkaban versus half-blood prince yeah prisoner of azkaban is so good but you said that half-blood prince has more like open world mechanics you've got like the same hogwarts map the first like three harry potter games kind of follow the same format but hogwarts is quote unquote open it's more free to explore but like in the later ones they try to make it more like a modern open world game where you kind of just have to like wander about and like do stuff but those early ones are still structured enough that you never feel like you're like missing out on anything or that you have to like search every nook and cranny of this castle all right, yeah, I'm sold. Prisoner of Azkaban can move on. Half Blood Prince had some annoying mini games, so you got to make potions and shit because it's Half Blood Prince, and all he does is make potions. I guess in that movie, because he's the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> he's the Half Potion Prince. Who's the potions master? Things are getting tight here as we're now into the Elite Eight. Things are getting a little spicy. Yeah, I think we're gonna have some actual debates finally. I mean now um we've got cars versus aladdin i think it's time to finally sing the praises of cars because i know where i'm leaning <laughs> i have a funny story about cars this was one of my dad's favorite games to uh play play with me as a kid my dad played this game with me too <laughs> <laughs> so my dad was anti-mario kart hated mario kart cringe let me explain no he doesn't like things being thrown at his car <laughs> That was the only <laughs> Oh. He's like, no, I want traditional racing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cars game came around and he's like, this is great. And we played it like all the time. Josh's dad was too bad at Mario Kart. <laughs> Josh's dad hates the blue shell mechanic. My dad literally couldn't play Mario Kart on the Wii. He was so pissed at it. On the Wii U, there was like a Sonic racing game. He liked that one better. Damn. Yeah, I love the Cars game. I think it's an absolute classic. Um, It is so much better than any other Cars media that has come out under Pixar. Yeah, the Cars game is Including better. the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the biggest thing that I can say for Cars here against Aladdin is I think Cars is a much better representation of what Cars looks like as a video game. Whereas Aladdin is just a really solid uh, 2D platformer with an Aladdin skin on it. Yeah, I feel that. I like how uh, customizable like the cars that you play in as in cars are. Like every single person you can give like a cool paint job at Ramones. And like it's got open world mechanics enough to where like Radiator Springs feels like it's a big enough course to just drive around and have fun. I feel like a lot of like car oriented or the soundtrack the soundtrack was really good for what it was um i feel like a lot of like car oriented or racing games kind of have like annoying missions but even in this game i didn't find any of them too bad and uh there's a bunch of like stunt jumps and stuff which they did this before gta (laughs) 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 that like finding all the secret stunt jumps that started in cars <laughs> yeah, it really did. Wait, what was before GTA? Yeah, they didn't have hidden stunts in in like special jumps in GTA until uh after this game. GTA 4 was the first to have that. No, they had that shit in Vice City. They didn't have it. No, they did not have it in San Andreas. I can tell you that much. If they had it in Vice City, then I'm wrong, but they didn't have it in San Andreas. Hmm. Let's see. I wasn't listening. What are we talking about? In Grand Theft Auto, when were the stunt jumps introduced? 
I thought it was four. Because I, I swear it's in Vice City, at the very least. I can't remember if they're in Vice City or not. We're we're researching. Yeah, we're, we gotta do this. This is a Grand Theft Auto Five map. This does not help me at all. Vice City, unique stunt jumps. There it is. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, the Cars game is really good. Cars game's based. For taking notes from Vice City while they were making a game about cars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. We've got E.T. for the Atari 2600 versus Blade Runner. Both contenders for the sci-fi bracket. I don't know how much farther I can carry my argument with Blade Runner for you guys, just uh, from unfamiliarity with it. But like the legend of E.T. is so big. I don't know how much farther I could carry E.T. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a 2600 game. It would entertain a modern audience for about 15 minutes tops. Yeah. I think Blade Runner could definitely be released as is again right now and people would love it the only thing that's really aging this game are like the full motion video cutscenes that they have and just like the look of some things but overall it still really holds up yeah it looks like 1997 oh it's already been re-released in the playstation 4 and the switch at least damn what wait this is on switch allegedly yeah, I feel like all my love for E.T. Uh, kind of just exists within like the story and like the the making of and like the behind the scenes and this game single handedly nearly killing the video game industry, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, Blade Runner is probably the better game. Like, I don't think that's really a debate. I, I think Blade Runner. There it goes. All right. The superhero showdown. Spider-Man 2 versus Ed Hulk. Okay, this is where I leave Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man 2. All right. In the British people showdown. GoldenEye versus uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. It's GoldenEye. GoldenEye, yeah. Damn. We didn't even pick one of the, like, shooter Harry Potter. It's because Prisoner of Azkaban's the best one. Well, it... It won the quadrant. It is. It is the best one. The shooter Harry Potter's fucking suck. Okay. We are down to the final four. The four best movie tie-in video games are Cars, Blade Runner, Spider-Man 2, and GoldenEye 007. I'm sorry, Jory. Honestly, I really like the final four. Three of these four were the ones I was expecting. And I think Blade Runner's a nice little like bonus that I was not anticipating. I figured SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, the video game would get here just on its prestige alone. I think it should have gotten to a competition with Blade Runner rather than E.T. But if that happened, it would be here instead of Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Yeah, so Cars is moving on. Uh... Yeah. As much as I've been singing the praises for Blade Runner, like Cars as a movie tie-in game for, let's be honest, movie tie-in games exist mostly for parents to buy for their children. Cars is kind of the poster child of success for that. And it worked. How much money did this game make? I feel like just the marketing surrounding Cars is why like Pixar became what Pixar was. Because like the merchandise for this game for this movie were huge. The video game tie-in was good and popular. There's a reason why Cars is a thing and why there's a plain spin-off trilogy and like trilogy. Yeah, there's more than one of those. There's four planes movies, actually. Wait, what? There's more planes movies than there are cars because Disney started making them and then they made like made for TV movies as well. Damn, Cars was the forbidden fruit that turned Pixar evil. Cars is the reason my soul is not in my top 10 Pixar movies. Ironic, a studio that is soulless making a movie called Soul. In terms of like actual tie-ins, 
the Blade Runner game came out like 15 years after the movie. Exactly. That was my biggest point against it earlier going up against uh, Avatar. Yeah, like it's it's a great game, but the technology just flat out was not there when the movie came out for them to even do something remotely close to this. It's kind of got the same energy as a tie in as uh, it's not on this list, but as the Mad Max game that came out like a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I could have added that. That game is actually pretty good. I like that. No, we talked about it, Josh, when you were making this. I don't remember our reasoning. We needed every Harry Potter game. (laughs) Yeah, all of them. So they could lose to Goldeneye. All right, we've got Spider-Man 2 versus Goldeneye for the uh, for the final round. Um, All right, I'm going to I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with Spider-Man 2 here just because I think that the gameplay of Spider-Man 2 holds up a lot better than Goldeneye does today. I agree. Agree. I think that Goldeneye was revolutionary and everything but i think that the genre that it was revolutionary for has progressed far past it 100 percent. but as someone who still plays first person shooters where you can't aim down your sights i think goldeneye has aged quite well um i mean i there's i still know people who play this game like local multiplayer like they run this back more often than they would say like a call of duty modern warfare 2 uh like pretty frequently callum doesn't count mate <laughs> No, I'm talking about side events. At every Smash Brothers tournament I've ever been to, someone has an N64 set up on one of the CRTs in the fucking back corner, and there is a GoldenEye tournament going on. You're digging your hole even deeper. Smash Brothers tournaments, all of them are canceled. Every single attendee, including you. And I think just because it's culturally relevant with that generation right now. I mean, this is what they grew up with. To be honest, we're also talking about like a Smash Brothers tournament. These guys have been playing Melee for like going on like 20, 30 years. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But yeah, like not to discredit it, like all of what you're saying is completely valid, Nate. But I still think that Spider-Man 2, just as a game for somebody to like pick up and play, holds up a lot better than if somebody were to be introduced to Goldeneye like for the first time today. I suppose, but I think it, we're, we're it's the same argument here because I feel like Spider-Man 2 has has walked so that the uh, the 2018 Spider-Man movie or game could could run. I mean, like everything about that game, you know, it, is the same elements executed in the same way that Goldeneye inspiring quake which then inspired like every other modern first person shooter at least one that's still played like competitively and like kind of the birth of esports at least shooting esports i agree but the i agree but the gap is much shorter between spider-man 2 and the new spider-man game than goldeneye and the latest first person shooter all right i'm gonna be the one to say it half the goldeneye fans probably didn't even watch the movie that's fine yeah i kind of don't care about that either (laughs) It's, it's a movie tie-in game that's better than the movie. We just gave points to Cars for that. You're helping me out here. Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie. But I feel like the movie tie-in game is part of the marketing. So how does, like, GoldenEye has gone beyond the movie, which is cool for it, but I think it kind of also missed the point of some of these games of what they're trying to do. I don't know. I feel like this is the wrong route to go down, Josh, because I feel like whenever you think of Goldeneye, like even like talking about James Bond movies, if you're talking about the movies, if somebody says Goldeneye, my mind is going to go to the game. People still speed run Goldeneye too. I mean, I know all these games are probably sped run in some capacity, but like the Goldeneye world record progression is interesting and is still like people are still getting like sub seven minute times on Goldeneye. Like it was just a year ago someone found a 
a, like a big, big jump. I don't know. I think it's cool people have fun with the game, but I think the fun I also have with movie tying games is when I enjoy a movie and then I want to experience it in a different way and kind of continue my love for that piece of media. GoldenEye's a cool game. I wish I gave a shit about the franchise around it. Spider-Man 2 barely follows the movie. So in the same way, it's kind of a worse movie tie-in. It's it's adding stuff from the comics. It's adding beloved characters. And it, I mean, sure. You're giving it points towards it. it it's, it's, it's expanding its universe. Yeah, but it's a movie tie-in game. It shouldn't be doing that. You're telling me I get to watch, you're telling me I get to watch Spider-Man 2 and then I think that we're not making any headway in this argument. It's kind of just going back and forth. I think that it's time. Yeah, I mean, you guys know where I stand, and all three of you are for Spider-Man, so... Goodbye, Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. All right, Cars versus Spider-Man 2. Cars. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Let's hear some points for or against, because I have not made a decision. and I am the tiebreaker. I mean... We're already coming off extremely Gen Z and having these two be in the finals. I'd rather go with the underrated one of the two of these, and that's definitely Cars. I feel like people don't talk about this game enough. Everyone talks about Spider-Man 2. Anytime there's a new Spider-Man game of any capacity, even if it's just some shitty DS game, it's always compared to Spider-Man 2. It's on a pedestal. It's a good game. It's not great. Cars blows everyone's expectations out of the water of what that game could be and should be. I I don't know what more you'd want from a movie tie-in game. Cars is awesome. I want to look at Black Cat's ass while we climb up the buildings together. Spider-Man 2. Was I going to make a Sally reference? (laughs) 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 Pinstripe tattoo? I don't know. Am I going to go down that rabbit hole? Have you guys seen that video where it's like them cruising? And then he gets the mud all over the place like the red fucking shit noise. <laughs> I like Bonnie Hunt. What can I say? Uh, Alden. Yes, Josh. Alden, you are the biggest car stand in general here, and you are betraying it for Spider-Man 2. I want to know why. Uh, I've played, what, three? I think I've played three different Cars games, and this one is definitely the best Cars game. I've played probably more than 10 different Spider-Man games, uh, and surprisingly not the two new ones, and I think this is the best Spider-Man game. So in both of their respective like IPs, they're both the best. I just think that if this Spider-Man can beat out everything but potentially the new games and this cars game can only beat out its own then if if spider-man can beat out every other game that has uh in that ip and cars can beat out i think four others i don't know how many cars games there are yeah i think there are like four or five i know there's the ds one there's multiple that were released uh on like ps3 or whatever josh can we just note that the first three images there are from oh wait no he has spider-man 2 in the google search never mind i look like a clown now i think it's really funny that uh they essentially remade that level two in the dlc for the new game they knew what the fans wanted bro you remember the dlc for the new game where they (laughs) tried to make it seem like mary jane was getting cooked (laughs) (laughs) like black cat might be pregnant with my baby and mary jane's like uh Excuse me? (laughs) Between both of these games, I've spent more than like quadruple the amount of time in Spider-Man 2 than I have Cars. Probably spent a lot of time in both of these games. I feel like I played both these games for about the same amount of time, but was I more productive in the Cars one? Yeah, I beat that game. 
I unlocked everything. I 100% did that game. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't gotten past the third level of Spider-Man 2. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a smooth brain, or maybe I'm just based. <laughs> Josh, do you remember the, the Pizza Time song that would play in Spider-Man 2? <laughs> and then, like, the pizza would get, the pizza box would get, like, destroyed as, like, if you keep bumping into things. And then it would go... Yeah. I think Spider-Man 2 has some great memes, but... Were both these games developed by THQ? I think they were published. Oh, that's what I meant. My bad. I don't know the difference between a developer and a publisher because I'm a, I'm a normie. Yeah, THQ basically, like, that's kind of why THQ is where it's at today. Because, like, once movie tie-in games went out of style, so did they. <laughs> I mean, I feel like their downfall was probably Homefront, the very uh, racist anti-Korean game. I think I'm going to go with the underrated pick here. Uh, I also am you Nate, I didn't get past like, the third level Spider-Man 2. I just really enjoyed the gameplay. That was pretty revolutionary for its time. But I think the Cars game, I think there's a reason why people are making TikToks about it. And that's saying life was better when they were playing the Cars game in like 2004. Fuck it. We've gone full Zoomer. Josh is using the TikTok defense. <laughs> I mean, I went full Millennial when by GoldenEye defense, so... I mean, that's fair, though. This is already the Zoomer top two. I agreed with what you were saying, but, like, I feel like there's a difference between, like, yo, GoldenEye is one of the most revolutionary games of all time and saying, like, I see people talking on TikTok about cars all the time. Yeah, you're not associated with me, John. You're not affiliated with me. I like cars because of my own reasons, not because of TikTok. I like cars because I'm based. I was just making a joke that I saw TikToks about it. I know, and I'm making a joke about you saying you saw TikToks about it. All right, everyone, who was your go-to uh, character in Cars to to drive around as? Mater. Lightning McQueen, but with the green and blue uh, paint. Oh, yeah. I think Cars is still the only game that I prefer playing as a female character. That's still from Avatar. literally looks like the first uh, scene in Force Unleashed. The first level in Force Unleashed. Oh, yeah, it really does. <laughs> Darth Vader goes and like, kills all the fucking stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Bro, Force Unleashed for the DS was a goat fucking game. <laughs> I feel like I've asked this before, but have any of you played Battle for Bikini Bottom on the Game Boy? Yes. That one was a pretty good platformer. Has anyone played the first Shrek on the Game, on the game Boy? Yes. I vaguely remember it. I really miss when games used to get like home console versions and then handhelds that could not fucking compete version. You know what I really miss? The the plug and play movie tie-in games. There was the Shrek one that had a really good mini golf game. It was like a 16-bit mini golf and it was fun as fuck. Are you guys as excited for the fucking new Mario Golf as I am? It does look like a lot of fun. Not quite, but I am excited. I'm I'm really fucking hyped. <laughs> it looks like the only thing Nintendo has going for it this year. So Cars is overtaking Spider-Man 2. Yeah, there it is. All right. The greatest movie tie-in game of all time is cars did you guys ever have one of these like little mini pinball machines yes yeah i had a spider-man one it wasn't uh it was loud yeah they all sucked like they didn't work i had a caillou one a caillou one (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure we still have the spider-man one somewhere nate you have been the closest one to 2004 when you had that uh spider-man toothpaste spider-man 2 toothpaste a couple years ago a couple years ago every year i mean this is the first year in four years i haven't brushed my teeth 
Spider-Man 2 toothpaste at least once. Damn. <laughs> it's just like blue sugar. And like it, I feel like my teeth get dirtier after using it. But it's probably also long expired. I had the exact same toothpaste when I was a kid. Oh, I remember the toothpaste. I had the toothpaste as well as a kid. Wasn't allowed to watch the movie, but I had the Spider-Man 2 toothpaste. <laughs> um, which do you think is like more suitable for children? The Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy or like the better half of the marvel like avengers like movies the sam raimi spider-man trilogy spider-man that's what i'm thinking nobody in spider-man gets called a pussy point blank <laughs> that scene in far from home where like uh did they say fuck or they said something i've put that movie out of my mind was was zach snyder's uh cut of justice league rated r yes yeah they say fuck like six times i only remember once but i do remember it being kind of gory there was plenty of blood yeah yeah fucking steppenwolf just like cuts several atlanteans in half yeah the part where the green lantern gets his shit kicked in was awesome i agree bro even in that first scene with wonder woman she turns that one dude to paste against the wall yeah there was there will be blood the snyder cut did I ever tell you guys about um, when I tried showing my little cousin Spider-Man 1 and he got, like, really afraid? <laughs> really? No. Pretty young. He was, like, four or five at the time. Like, I was kind of, like, watching Spider-Man with him in secret because, like, his parents are, like, hardcore, like, born-again Christians. And they, like, don't let their kids watch anything. And so I was like, come over here, we're gonna watch... We're going to watch something cool. They needed a jury. It got to the part where um, where Willem Dafoe was like turning into the Green Goblin. And like in my head, I'm like, damn, like I didn't remember how scary this part was. He like looks up at me like real slowly and he's like, can we watch something else? And I was like, I was like, OK, buddy. <laughs> so you turned on VeggieTales thinking that would be better. But no, it was the where's God when I'm so scared. <laughs> exactly that. David and the Lions then came on. Put the fear of God into him. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was the first like superhero movie I watched? I think for me it was also the Sam Raimi Spider Man's. I remember having that on VHS, like when like from before I can like form long term memory. <laughs> Honestly, mine could have been one of the Tim Burton Batman's. I think mine was. Yeah, that was probably mine. Actually, it was probably the Batman '89. I do. I know that I watched like a lot of animated superhero stuff before seeing it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mine could have been a, like, yeah, could have been something animated. I watched a lot of Justice League, uh, the animated one, as a, as a little kid. I don't know where we got all of them, but I have two VHS and one DVD of the Scooby Doo Batman crossover. You know, what movie I watched a lot because I had it on DVD. Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> oh yeah. Yo, I love that movie. It's so fucking dumb. John Favreau is uh, fucking foggy. <laughs> John Favreau being a supporting character in a superhero movie before the MCU. Only like five years before, too. John Favreau being a supporting character in a superhero movie in Swingers. The the soundtrack in uh, the Daredevil movie is such a meme. It's so bad. Evanescence. <laughs> the funeral for yeah, Colin Farrell Bullseye. <laughs> He's like, ah, I never miss. Yo, I love the scene where Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner beat the shit out of each other in the park. <laughs> I wish we could do a commentary of that, but damn, this cast looks fun. Every time, every time Colin Farrell runs away, his jacket makes a snake noise. <laughs> I like how like Daredevil has the creepiest fucking home routine in this movie, where he like goes home and like gets in like the sensory deprivation bath. 
good casting for um, Kingpin. I really liked uh, Clark Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Duncan. My gay actor, Clark Michael D- Douglas. More like ripped Michael Clark Duncan. Am I right? Dude, St. Patrick's Day Green Mile watch at the bar was not good. Were they playing it because it had green in the title? I honestly, yeah, that could be it. Why was The Departed not on television? It's St. Patrick's Day, damn it. Why was Gangs of New York not on television? Do you remember when Michael Clark Duncan was in uh, fucking City? Remember when he was the best part of Talladega Nights? Wait, he was in Green Lantern? Yeah, he was that dude. I barely remember that movie. Holy shit. Yeah, as you should. Oh my god. All right. Well, thank you everybody for checking out this week's episode of Duel of the Takes. Next week, we are going to be in person and ranking Martin Scorsese movies. Words cannot describe how excited I am. <laughs> Everyone do their homework. Dude, I've watched so many Martin Scorsese movies. I have to admit, though, I am sorry, David Lynch. I was watching Taxi Driver on my phone last night. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Duel of the Takes. Next week, join us for an in-person special as we make a top 15 list of Martin Scorsese films. Special thanks to Anchor.fm for sponsoring today's episode. And remember, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.